This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Earlier on in the program, we talked a little bit about the Patello Bridge replacement. We now know the 80-year-old bridge will be replaced. Construction set to begin in the summer of 2019. Completion expected by 2023. $1.3 billion and the province has taken over the overseeing of that bridge. We talked a lot about cars. There was some criticism of the fact it would be four lanes. Some saying if you're going to build it, you might as well build six lanes to anticipate growth in the region. But what we haven't mentioned yet was other modes of getting across the bridge. And one group that is pleased there will be a new bridge is the Hub Cycling Network. And joining us to talk a bit more about this is Hub Cycling Network Surrey and White Rock Chair Tim Eiserman. Tim, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Yeah, thank you. Uh, what's it like? I know you're somebody who rides across the current bridge. What's it like cycling across the bridge right now? Well, the way I set up my commute, I, uh, I actually ride in the Alex Fraser Bridge in the morning and the Patella Bridge in the afternoon, just so I could avoid riding on the Patella Bridge in the morning against traffic. It's really pretty unnerving when you have large semis coming at you uh, only uh, a couple feet away. So when I ride in the afternoon, it's not as bad as going with traffic. So that's what I do. But many other people, they don't have that option. And uh, if they have to choose whether they want to ride the bridge with no barriers and you know maybe sand and dust blowing in their faces, or not ride at all. And many choose not to ride at all. Uh, when you say and no barriers, are, also, is, there a, is there fencing, though? Or you, you're separated a bit from traffic, aren't you? Uh, you're, you're raised up on a curb about a foot, foot high. That's about it. There's, there's nothing be- between you and the traffic. You reach out, you can get your hand hit if you want pretty easily. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's and, just a sidewalk. That's all. Okay, I thought there was at least a fence, but uh, just a sidewalk. So it's it's much like the Granville Bridge, I would imagine. But although in the Granville Bridge, you're you're not supposed to be on the sidewalk. But so no, nothing really separating you and the traffic. Uh, yeah, there's nothing uh, unless you're in the center of the bridge, and then you have the structure in between you. Uh, that that's my my favorite part of the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> How busy uh, is it? Do a lot of people cycle over the Patello? Um, usually it's relatively quiet but usually on my typical commute i usually pass one or two people and and when you do pass uh if they're going against you uh the person riding uphill usually has to stop and sort of lean their bike against the the sidewalk or against the railing to give you room and uh and then when you pass them you're you're even closer to the traffic at that point uh so the sidewalk itself is is also very narrow and uh it's you know, the whole bridge, obviously, it also, you probably have heard that it, it shakes if you're walking, too. So <laughs> as you could actually feel it's a uh, movement when there's a cycling past you. Yeah. And, and do you share but that yeah, space? Sorry, do you share that space with pedestrians as well? Yes, you do as well. Yeah. And of course, if you're, if you're a faster cyclist, you get stuck behind the slower cyclist. It's pretty much impossible to pass you as well. Uh, so, so what is your reaction then, uh, looking at the plans or the artist's uh, renderings of the new bridge, uh, which will have a cycle lane on it? I'm pretty happy about it. Uh, it's not only the, the bridge that it's improved as well, but it's also the uh, approaches, the, the pathways that lead to the bridge is much improved now, too. So that's one thing also to, to think about. 
as far as the bridge path itself, it's, it's wide enough. Um, they are one way, so you're supposed to ride uh, on the west side of the bridge when you're riding southbound, and on the east side of the bridge when you're riding northbound, which that's fine, uh, as long as the pathways that connect you there are, are set up well. And they look like they are. They will be. So I'm pretty happy about that. And, and- on the newest minister side, the the pathways are have a little bit less grade, so that should be improved. And the third side is just better connections overall. And and who do you think do when you say there's not too too many people using it now, and that could be because it does sound like a bit of a, a harrowing uh, task to ride your bike over that bridge. Uh, is it for people that work like New Westminster and Surrey? Who who would do you think as far as cyclists who uses the bridge? Well, I think there's there's obviously commuters like me who go about a distance of 20 kilometers. But there's also uh, because New Westminster, downtown New Westminster, and, and downtown Surrey aren't really that far. You'll have people that will be commuting as well, uh, those shorter distance. And then also the bridge be nice enough that you'll have the recreational riders as well. And then even, even joggers, uh, which there are occasional joggers right now. And do you anticipate then it'll, be, it'll become busier, more people will use it once the, the new bridge is in place? I think so, yeah. Um, and it, as long as also the network grows on either side, which is important to get people cycling, not only just that piece of infrastructure, but elsewhere, uh, you'll see more people riding it. I mean, you've seen uh, huge increases on, on, say, some of the downtown bridges, like the Burrard Street Bridge, where now we're getting about 3,000 people a day. Uh, it's not only the bridge itself, but it's also the surrounding areas. So that's important, too. And uh, is there anything about the plan or where you think they missed the mark or you would have liked to see uh, done a bit differently? No, I'm really happy with the plan. And I actually got to sit down with the designers uh, to talk about it about a year prior to uh, the current plans being developed. So we had a lot of input and uh, pretty much uh, most, most stuff was captured. So we're pretty pleased with it. All right, so if other cyclists take issue with it or if they don't like the design, they can come back at you. <laughs> well, I guess so, but there was also the community consultation process, too, so they could have their input then. All right. I'm curious, too, were you riding when the last time, it was a few years ago now, were you riding when there was a transit strike? I was curious if the ridership, if you noticed an increase. Uh, transit strike, I think that was about 10 years ago, uh, but I actually did ride it then, and I uh, know it was way too long ago to notice if there was an increase or not. But I just remember I there were so many people, people that, that took to their bikes and such and probably were riding over the bridge even if they didn't, didn't like the shaking and were a bit scared by it. Sure. Well, there was the lane closures, though, more recently uh, for the, the, the repairs that they did. I think it was like last summer. And I noticed that there was an increase of, of ridership at that point. Oh, because, oh, I guess so, because there was no, because if traffic was stopped and then people felt a bit safer? Yeah, there was actually, at that point, there was a fence set up, so it was actually much safer. And the vehicles were traveling only 30, 30 kilometers an hour, so not uh, definitely improvement in the traffic department at that point, too. All right. Well, Tim, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, glad that uh, it's worked out uh, and we'll see what happens uh, with if everything goes as planned with completion in uh, 2023. Uh, thanks again so much for your time and for joining us today. Yeah, thanks, Joe. 
All right, that is uh, Tim Iserman. He is the chair of the Hub Cycling Network, the Surrey and White Rock uh, edition. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.